For those of you who follow us regularly, you know that we are in a season of prayer, and we are praying for marriages all over the globe, and we are praying for specific couples and specific marriages that have reached out to us, and there is so much pain in the world and so much pain in marriages. And so we want to talk today about how you can include prayer in your marriage and how you can cry out for God to heal and save your marriage. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Rusty. And I'm Heather. And we're the Bryants, and this is the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. We are here to encourage healthy marriages, strengthen wounded marriages, and begin the process of restoration to broken marriages. We aren't licensed counselors, but we are a redeemed couple that loves the Lord and wants to help you journey through this messy, challenging, and fun part of life called marriage. Hey, welcome back to the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. We are so glad that you have joined us this week. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant, and we're glad to be back with you. So, for those of you who just follow us regularly, um, you know that we are praying right now. We are in a season of prayer at our church, and again, we know that there's people that listen to this at all different times. Some of you have to go back and catch up. Some people may be listening to this months from now, years from now, we don't know, Uh, but it's prayer, and prayer will apply to your life at any time. So it doesn't matter when you're listening to this. So if you're like, oh, well, this is not when I'm supposed to be, don't don't cut us off because it will apply to you no matter where you are, no matter when you're listening to this. So um, our church is in a season of prayer. We call it the P28 Challenge. You've uh, probably heard us talk about it on social media. Uh, we have a video on YouTube about it, and it's just basically where... Um, our church calls for the our church body to think of one thing to pray for for one minute at 1 p.m. each day. And it's just supposed to jumpstart your prayer life. And so we got together and we decided that we wanted to pray for marriages because we know that there are marriages all over the world that are struggling. There's a lot of pain pain is the is the word that just keeps coming to mind when i'm thinking about all these different marriages and so we decided that we wanted to pray for marriages all across the globe and so we reached out on social media we asked for people to uh, contact us if they wanted to be added to our prayer calendar and so again if you're not listening to this during february it doesn't matter you can reach out to us for prayer at any time. But the biggest thing for us is we wanted people to know that we were genuinely praying for you. Like, it's not one of those things when people come up, I, we know how it goes. Somebody's like, hey, you pray for pray for me, or, you know, and they're just kind of passing, and you're like, oh, yeah, sure, and then you just never think about it again. So we wanted to be very intentional. We, we actually put names on the calendar, we copied the the request if you gave us any detail or information and we put that in our calendar so when your name pops up on that day we know exactly what to pray for and specific things to pray for so if again if this is not when you're listening to this um you can do the same thing and you can tell us and we want to assure you that we that we are praying for you 
Um, we, we, when we threw this out there, there's 28 days in February. We were thinking, okay, if we get 28 couples, we'll put 28 on there. Well, we got 47, now 48, because yeah. we added one uh-huh. today at church. Uh-huh. So, wait, no, 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 that's not right. That's not right. It's 50. We we have <laughs> we hey, have two per day. 28 I'm not a and math 28 person. is 56. 56. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we were uh-huh. at 55, now we're now at 56. 56. So we get two, two per day. Mm-hmm. But hey, we're we're we can add to that. That's like right. we are capable of praying for more than two couples <laughs> a day. Um but the but coolest, I really thought it would just be one a day. I was like if we could get 28, that would be really yeah. cool. But it was an overwhelming response for sure. Yeah, and they really are from all over the globe. Yeah. I mean, we've had people, and we don't even know where some of these people are from, but mm-hmm. we've had some that have reached out and said New Zealand and mm-hmm. Australia. Yeah. And so we're Super like, fun. this is really cool. Um, so that's our first first little task today is to say, today we're recording this and it's February the 5th. But if you're not on our prayer calendar and you want to be, just reach out to us. Social media, you can send us an email. You can go to our website, which is theredeemedmarriage.com. You can fill out a contact form. It'll come straight to our email, and we'll be able to add you. Um, Again, if it's past the time, you can just tell us you want us to pray for you, and we can assure you that we are praying for you. Now, uh, why are we talking about prayer today? You asking me? Uh Uh-huh. What? Like, wait, wait, wait. Okay, time out, time out, time out. Can I just say, so what's so funny about that you just asked me? I literally just talked for five straight minutes. <laughs> and so usually when it's, you know, it's a it's a husband and wife podcast, you're expecting to hear from both of us. I kind of wrap up the intro in a five-minute intro, and you come and you say, why are we talking about <laughs> prayer today? Like, why don't you tell us why we're talking about prayer? And then I'm not the only one talking. Well, I people just, out there are going, no. yes, please tell the dude to stop talking. No, that's not Let's true. Let's hear that's from Heather. Not true. That is not true. Um, so we were talking about what we wanted to talk about on um, today's podcast. I just can't, I couldn't get prayer out of my mind because that is, we've been digging so deep into that um, in this month of February so, so far. But then also it's the focus of the message at church. And I mean, we just have a lot going on in our life um, that that is involved and surrounded by prayer right now. And so, um, of course, I wanted to talk about that. But I also don't want to ever do a podcast that will not... Um, help someone, help someone, help someone in how they can apply it to their marriage. So how can, why does prayer need to be a part of your marriage and how can you take steps in making it a huge part of your marriage? So I, one of the things that I wanted um, to talk about is how we have seen prayer answered um, of course, we've talked about in our marriage how prayer has been answered um, through um, infidelity and God restoring and redeeming my, our marriage, and then also through my cancer journey. Like, we have very specific times that we saw God answer prayer, and we didn't have to say, oh, I wonder if that was God. Like, it was definitely Him, and we were like, thank you for answering our prayer. But we've also been through times in our marriage where God answered our prayer in a different way 
than we wanted him to answer. Or maybe his answer was wait. Mm -hmm. And so there's all sorts of different answers um, that we can get. But the but the Bible promises us it's a promise that he will answer when we call. Um, And so I just wanted to talk about answered prayers and then how we can help other people involve prayer um, in their marriage. Well, I think that the when I've been thinking about people's prayers or requests that they send to us, the thing that I have realized is out of those 56 prayer requests or people that have asked for prayer, you know, not all, not all of them have given, given specifics or things to pray about, but most of them have. And of those, I mean, I would say that all, maybe there's one or two that weren't, you know, like a painful, mm-hmm. like they're call, they're crying out. That's right. And, and the crazy thing is, is that, that people are, if they're in a spot where they're like, we don't know where else to turn, except we need to turn to God. And maybe some of these people are like, we don't even know how to turn to God, but these people do. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to ask them to pray right, for us. Right. And that's, I mean, that's a great place to start. It is to be able to say, I don't know what to do, but can can somebody help me? And so we appreciate that. But at the same time, we want to challenge you to cry out to God yourself. Sure. And, and I'm not saying these people are not doing that, but we, when we first started praying a few days ago, I really felt the weight of, like, I feel like that there's people out there that are kind of like, all right, I'm at the, you know, this is, we're at the end of the rope mm-hmm. here. And, you know, as a last ditch effort, mm-hmm. can somebody pray for us? Right. And the, the, I, I know for sure that there were a few that sounded just like that. Right. And there was a lot of weight when I first started praying this week because I was like, man, that's like, if God doesn't show up for these people, you know, what is like, if he doesn't, because I feel like for them, it's like a genie in a bottle. Mm -hmm. They want to rub the genie and they want to say, hey, I, I need you to do this for me, God. Right. And so, and maybe they don't know how to pray it, so they're coming to us and saying, can you pray this for me? You rub the genie mm-hmm. the genie lamp right. and, and ask for it. And that's not what prayer is. Now, it is crying out to God and telling, I mean, the sermon today was, yes, he wants to know exactly how you feel. Mm-hmm. He wants us to come to him and say, this is our desire. This mm-hmm. is what we want. But at the same time, you're learning to connect with God in such a way where you want to listen, you want to respond in the way that he answers, or maybe he doesn't answer it the way that you're asking, but then it becomes, a, okay, but I trust you. Right. I trust what you're, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Now, just like you said, we have seen prayers answered time and time again, and a lot of, sometimes they're answered exactly the way that that we want, you know, our flesh to have them answered. And the perfect example, I think, I mean, every time I think about an answered prayer, I think about the first day of our P28 challenge, the year that you were going through cancer. And you had started chemo and were scheduled to do a double mastectomy. Uh, just about six weeks later, I guess it was when we, when we first started, well, I guess the first of February, cause it was going to be in the middle of March 
and I always go out running, and that's where I do my prayer, out in the woods, and I was running, and P28, it was, it was the morning of February 1st, and as I started praying, I said, well, God, this is kind of silly because you know what my prayer is. I mean, I was praying for you to be healed because, I mean, cancer, like, it's serious, and so, you know, I just remember as I started my run, I mean, I had gotten a quarter of a mile into the run and I said this is this is kind of dumb because you know what my prayer is I'm gonna pray every single day for Heather to be healed and I immediately heard almost like it was an audible voice but it was as clear as I've ever heard anything that God has said to me but he said she's already healed and so obviously we had been praying for that I mean since your diagnosis and so I was like well, what am I supposed to pray for now? I mean, I literally said, well, what do I do now? Mm -hmm. And I heard God say, just praise me and thank me. And so I remember coming home and I was scared to tell you (laughs) because I was like, man, this is a lot of, I mean, this is a lot of faith and a lot of pressure to be able to go, oh, you're already healed. Like, Mm -hmm. like you don't have anything to worry about anymore. But I came home and you asked me that day, what's your P28? And I said, (laughs) I said, well, you know what it is. And then I was like, I have to tell her. And so I told you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, six weeks later, you go in for your double mastectomy and the doctor comes out after several hours of surgery. He comes into the waiting room and he gives me this big, huge bear hug. We got really close to your doctors and he was a great man, godly man too. Gives me this big, huge bear hug and he said, there was no trace of cancer anywhere uh, when we went in there. And and I to this day, I feel a little bad about my reaction because <laughs> I just, it was like, I just was I like, know. oh yeah, I already knew that. <laughs> uh-huh. And we ended up telling him and we told your oncologist too and told him the story and both of them are believers and, you know, they're, and, and they're also people of science because mm-hmm. they're doctors. And, but, but with their work and God's healing power mm-hmm. together, you were cured. Mm -hmm. And so here we are five years, what, six years later almost. And, Mm -hmm. and there's no cancer. And we just went for a Mm -hmm. checkup the other day and you're still all clear. So, um, so we have seen God firsthand do miracles. You guys know we went through infidelity and the fact that we're still together and we're sharing our message of hope with the world. Like that's a, I mean, that's as big of an answer to prayer as there could be. Um, So we want want you guys to know that prayer works. There's lots of different people out there all over the spectrum of their faith and religion and how they feel about God. But we want you to know that our God is a God of healing. Mm -hmm. The God is a God of healing. And He can heal marriages. He can heal sickness. And there's there's you can have faith you can have faith in god and uh okay there was rambling again so um (laughs) it's you're not rambling it's good stuff well it's good stuff so so we wanted you to we want you to know that prayer is a real thing and prayer works and god wants you to come to him in complete honesty openness tell him how you feel he can handle it he can handle how you feel that's right and so heather's gonna tell us <laughs> see how i'm doing this heather's gonna tell us some ways that you can bring prayer into your marriage and watch what god can do for you 
Well, you know, the first thing that I think of in in that moment is that for for the for everybody out there, you have to know that prayer is seeking the healer before you seek healing. Mm, that's good. And I just think that so many times I'm guilty of asking for what I want him to do instead of asking for him. And and so the very first thing I would say in your prayer for your marriage is to ask, and we talked about this last week about inviting Jesus into your boat, like asking him to come into your marriage and to step into that and, and to show his face um, for you and your spouse. Um, and again, I know we're talking to people that some of you, you're both praying for the same thing. And then there's some that this is just a one-sided deal. But even if, if it's just one-sided, it's your spouse is not with you in this. You can still pray asking God um, to be your healer and the healer of um, your marriage instead of just searching what he can do um, for you. And that gets us out of the genie, genie in the bottle mode, you know, of just asking what, you know, I want this and I want this and please do this. Um, so that's the first thing. Another thing that comes to mind is a lot of times we don't know how to pray. Like we don't even know what to ask for. Like we're in such a mess, such a, um, a bad place. And some of these messages, um, that we got and things that we're praying for are so big that you're like, God, I don't, I don't even see a way out of this. I don't even see how you can save this. I don't see how, you know, Rusty and Heather talk about redemption and restoration. And I don't even know if this is, it's too big to be restored. And knowing, so knowing how big your God is, and then also knowing that you can cry out to him and just say, I don't even know how to pray. Like I need for you to um, step in. And scripture even tells us that, that Jesus will call to his father and cry out to his father on our behalf when we don't know how to pray and we don't know how, what to ask for. And so that has to be a comfort for somebody that's listening that you don't have to have the perfect words. You don't have to know exactly what to say. You don't have, there's not a, a magic potion or magic spell or um, words that you say, like you just have to have a vulnerable heart and an open heart and asking God and saying, I, I honestly don't even know how to pray in this situation, but I know that you're big enough to handle it. Mm -hmm. I remember when, when we, when I first found out, um, about the betrayal that you had been unfaithful, I was, um, I was in this, like, I was angry, and I was angry, I was obviously angry with you, but I was also very angry with God, and, and I can remember crying out to him and just telling him the truth about how I felt about him, and I didn't really know how to feel about that, I felt a little bit guilty, mm -hmm. you know, of, of complaining and crying out mm -hmm. to God and telling him how I felt, and, but it was, it was a journey that I was on, and, you know, I've heard people say that God is bigger. He can handle, he can handle whatever you say to him. And I even heard Levi Lusco in a sermon one time. He said, I'm not telling you that you can 
cuss at God, but I'm telling you that you can cuss at God <laughs> because he's he in the way he was saying it is he's not saying that that you can or should, but he's saying, oh, you can because he can handle it. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes I just think that that's the first step in your openness and honesty with God. Today in our sermon at church, we actually were going we've been going through Psalm and he was talking about out of 150 Psalm, he said up to half of them are actually prayers of and cries of lament, which is just the despair and the, the you know, this is how I feel. And and there a lot of them were very honest. Like it was like, mm-hmm. man, this is how I'm feeling right now, God. But what I think that that does is it just begins to start real conversation and real dialogue with our Heavenly Father. And, like, that's how we start the journey into understanding the character of God, getting to where we're we're seeking Him, like Heather said, and not necessarily seeking the answer. And when I started praying, like, I, I started praying the other day, on Monday, when I first started, the first two couples— and I felt this heaviness, this mm-hmm. like I like almost like I was responsible mm-hmm. for whether or not their marriages were going yeah. to I be mean, healed. I mean, I felt that too. And and I had to stop. I mean, I prayed those two two names. I was praying for them throughout the day specifically. I would pull up the calendar and I would look at the notes and I would see what all they had asked to pray about. And I was crying out specifically for those things. And I finally got to a point where I stopped that day and I said, God, I I have to know what you're trying to teach me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm more than happy and honored to cry out on behalf of these of these people and I'm gonna continue to do that. But what are you teaching me? Like right. I don't want to be the guy that's just rubbing the genie bottle right. and saying, Come on, do this because mm-hmm. we want to prove to these people that you can heal their marriage. And I finally just I heard God saying to me you're not responsible for them. Like, there's nothing that I can do to fix things other than call out to God and tell Him how I feel. And like, and what I feel is I feel the pain of these marriages because I've been there. Mm-hmm. I feel what they're walking through because I've been there. And so when I cry out to God, I'm crying out and I'm saying, God, you ordained marriage. Like, you are for marriage. And there's no part of God that wants marriages to be destroyed. Now, they a lot of marriages end that way because people reject God. Like, God may be trying to work in your marriage, and He wants to heal it, but somebody in that marriage has just decided, I'm, I'm doing my own thing, and we're sinners, and that's what happens. But I had to realize, I can't fix that. All I can do is pray and then let God do the work. That's right. And so there's some of you out there that you're in that position because you're like, I don't know what else to do except pray. And your spouse is, you know, going nuts. And I don't know. I mean, we've read the, we've read them. We know. We've I mean, been them. <laughs> we've been there. That's right. We've been them and, and we're reading what you guys are going through. And so there does become this part where it's just, a, a desperation, but at the same time, it's just a surrender. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I mean, I can't fix this myself. Mm-hmm. I can work and do all that I can do to be the best, to be the best version of me 
for my spouse, and I can try to be the best spouse that I can be, but then I've got to turn the rest of it over to God, and that's where this real praying and real talking to God comes in, and the, just a real honesty and rawness of being real with God. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And I think that that's the very first step is just being honest with him, being honest and and open and crying out to him. Um, not it's the one place that you can just be honest because he knows it anyway. He knows it anyway. I mean, you know, Psalm 139, oh, Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know, when I sit, when I rise, you see me from afar. I mean, like he knows everything about you, all of your thoughts before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O oh Lord. And so instead of trying to hide from him all of these things, um, just being open and honest and crying out and telling him what he already knows in that we are in desperate need of mm. him. And even if your marriage is in a sweet, sweet place, we still are, and it, it can't be something that you go to God in prayer for your marriage only when things are desperate. Yeah. Not like, when you're just in crisis mode. Yeah, yeah. not when you're in crisis, not, I mean, not just when you're in crisis mode. It has to be a daily, on the reg thing of, we need you. Mm-hmm. I mean, we need you to make this marriage work. We need this t- for our family. Um, you know, it, it just can't be when things are bad. And I know that we've been talking a lot about that because that's, that's where we are right now in, in hearing most of, um, most of these cries. Um, but it can't be just limited to that when you're in prayer. So one thing that I want to challenge you guys in is as you reach out to us and you ask us for prayer, like I said, you can be assured we are calling you by name. We are praying for you by name. But at the same time, we want to join you. Like, we don't want you to come and just throw this at us and say, hey, we need a miracle, so you guys pray for us, and maybe you're closer to God, and maybe you can, you know, finagle this miracle to come our way. No, the picture that I got of this was, you know, when you go to the doctor. And the doctor comes in and the doctor says, all right, well, you know, I can I can help you to be healthy again. But, you know, and I can prescribe some medicine for you and I can do this for you. But ultimately, this is what I need you to do. And they say, you know, whatever it is, but you need to eat better. You need to exercise, you know, get more sleep. You got all all the things, you know, and I don't know what I'm just I'm just saying a general doctor. But if you were to say, no, 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 I, I just want you to make me better. Mm-hmm. Well, they're limited. The doctor's very limited. If you don't do your part, then, you know, you can take all the medicine in the world. But if you're not doing anything right. and your doctor has told you some things that you need to do, then you're not going to be completely healthy. Right, right. And so that's the same way with, you know, when you're asking other people to pray for you. That's great. That's a great place to start because they can they can pray on your behalf. They can intercede. They can even give you advice and suggestions, mm-hmm. which is what we've done with everybody we've prayed for. We're actually going back and the things that you're asking us to pray for, we've gone back into our archives of podcasts and said, hey, we talked about that very thing. So, you know, check it out. Right. So we're really diving in and trying to help as much as we can. But, but if, ultimately, yeah, it's not us. It's not us. And it's, it's not... 
you and either it's, it's, as the listener. That's right. It's not. It's it's God, but you have to be on the journey. That's right. And you have to be on the journey with us mm-hmm. um, if we're crying out on your behalf. So, you know, let us be your partners in this. And so last thing, as we're moving you know, further and further into February. Right over there. Yeah. <laughs> I had like a gurgle, a bubble. a bubble or something in my throat. Um, but as we're moving further and further into February, if you have not reached out to us, and it doesn't have to be that your marriage is on the brink of divorce. That's right. I mean, That's right. we're, and, and not that all of them have been, but we want you to to come to us and say, hey, lift us up in prayer. And you can tell us specific things if you want to. We've gotten a lot of specific things, but we've also had plenty that have just said, just pray for our marriage. Mm-hmm. And so we want to add you. We can still add you to February and pray for you specifically. But look, if you're listening to this in March, mm-hmm. we don't care. Like, tell us, and right. and we want to join you in, in your journey. Um, we just consider it an honor. And prayer is such a big part of our life that that's the other thing. We just want you to be assured that this is not something flippant, that we're just, oh, yeah, we'll pray for you. Mm-hmm. Like, we genuinely are praying for you. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And do consider it very much an honor. Yep. All right. Hey, we we want you guys to um, help us out as well. We're trying our best to help you and your marriage. Uh, so if you... If you could share our podcast with a friend, like your word of mouth does so much more than anything that we could do to promote this on social media. And we're not doing it because it makes us feel better when we have lots and lots of followers or lots and lots of downloads. But we just know that if one person listens to this that helps their marriage or saves their marriage or helps to save their marriage, then it's been all worth it. But so many times that's because you've been the vessel that shared it with somebody that needs to hear it. So we just want to encourage you to do that. Help us out so that so that our message of hope can get to more people. All right. We enjoyed being with you today. See you guys next week. See you guys next week. We'll be praying for you. Bye.